the name of this episode is It's a Poem That Don't Change. And I got this title from my mama because my mother, she used to say, It's a poem that don't change. And also, I have to start this, which is my life, with my mother's life. So I started with telling you a lot of stories that my mama told me about her life. And it began when her and her sister, they was born in Mississippi, in Lafayette County. And when they became little enough to walk around, go outside, talk, and do things like that, that they would sometimes squat down in the woods. They would hold hands as they used the restroom, and they would make a game out of it, singing to each other, talking to each other. And they would say, "Mm, sister, you finished yet? And then the other one said, "Mm, yes, I'm finished. And also... They will see the doom buggies, the bugs that roll the feces away will roll their feces down a little dirt road. So they grew up in Mississippi. And my grandmother at the time, she wasn't with their father. She was with someone else. And my mother told me that when she was really little, I think between three or four, that she remembered her uncle taking her behind the house and raping her. And this traumatized my mother. It it traumatized her. And I remember my mother telling me that the man that my grandmother was with, he was very abusive to her. And sometimes her and her sister would see him abuse my grandmother. And she remember on one occasion, as he was beating on my grandmother, he drug her in the woods. And my mother She ran and ran and ran after my grandmother, screaming and hollering for this man to let my grandmother go. And these are the images that haunted my mother through the years. So finally, my grandmother, she left that abusive relationship and she took my mother, Marie, and my auntie, Merle, and they moved to Memphis, Tennessee. And when they moved to Memphis, Tennessee, she later met a very kind man named Charles Williams. He was very, very kind to her and her children. They fell in love, got married, and they bought a house right close to Riverside, close to the Mississippi River. It wasn't that far from the Mississippi River in Memphis. It was a nice home that was a duplex home, and it had a small one-bedroom home in the back connected to it. 
it also had a shed, like a garage shed in the back where you could pull cars in and work on the cars. And that's where my granddaddy worked on cars at. And the house was built in the 1800s, but it was put together very nicely. And it did not have, on one side of the house, it didn't have a closet. And on, it didn't have any closets. On the other side of the house, it had one closet. That was my grandmama them side of the house. It had one closet. And so, my granddaddy and grandmother, they raised, they finished raising my mother and her sister in that home. And my granddaddy, my mother told me that he was a very kind father to them. He never abused them. He taught them scriptures. And they would have to say scriptures before they, they ate their meals. And he would send them off to school and they walked to school. And my mother, she was just like an entrepreneur, even as a child. She was thinking of ways to make money. So she used to make coffee and go sell it to the people that that worked at the company close by the house. She would sell them coffee early in the morning before they walked to school and make money that way. And during the summertime, my grandmother, she used to send my mother and her sister to Missouri by Greyhound bus to go stay with their father. Their father, whose name was James Palmer, he had met a lady in Missouri. She had four, four daughters. And so he lived with her and he helped her raise her daughters. And so my grandmama would send Merle and Marie to go stay with their father during the summer. And my mother, she became really, really close to one of the girls named Georgia May. One of my grandfather's stepdaughters they became so, so close that, that they spent a lot of time together. So they would have to pick cotton during the summer, help my granddaddy get the cotton picked. And my 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 mama, she did not like it. And my granddaddy used, used to say, Gal, you lazy. That's all you is, you just lazy. You got to pick that cotton if you want some money to go into town. So she would pick the cotton. And when they got paid, her and Georgia May would go into town, go see movies. They would have a good time. But one day, my 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 mother, she met, you know, as she became a teenager, she met a young man. They became boyfriend and girlfriend, but he was abusive to her. and He sliced her neck and threw her out the car. And my granddaddy, he 
got his shotgun and went to look for that man, but he did not find that man because he was going to kill him. He was so upset. And my mother, she lived. Hallelujah! She lived through that. God bless her to still live. So after that, she met a man called Sonny. She fell in love with him. And she got pregnant by him. So she was in a cotton field picking cotton. And she began to throw up. And my granddaddy said, Gal, that's all that's wrong with you. You pregnant. So when she told Big Mama, my grandmama, Big Mama said, since you pregnant by him, you need to marry him. But my but my granddaddy told her, just because you pregnant by him, it don't mean you have to marry him. That don't mean that that is your husband. Just because you pregnant by him. But she did what my grandmama said. And she married him. So she moved in with him and his peoples in Missouri. And then he became very abusive to her. He would abuse her a lot. She told me that he would beat her a lot, and then he would cry afterwards and say, he's sorry, it would never happen again, but it did. So even when she was eight months pregnant, he would straddle her stomach and beat her in the face. So when she had my sister, she told me that that was that was her oldest child, her first she told me that she was the prettiest baby that she ever, ever had. She had cold, slick black hair. She was adorable. And my mother told me that she stayed sick a lot. So they would have to take her back and forth to the doctor. Couldn't really find out or definitely answer what was wrong with her. So she lived about two months and my mother said that when her husband came home one day from work he told her he said I'm tired of that baby always being sick and she said that was the day that her baby died in her arms she said she never got cold or stiff but she died in her arms that day. And after that, he continued to abuse my mother. So years later, my mother got pregnant again with my brother. He kept abusing. Her husband kept abusing her. So finally, when my brother was close to I think three or four.
my mother says she made up in her mind she was going to leave him because every time she would call home to Memphis to my grandmother and tell my grandmother, my grandmama would tell her, that's your husband. You need to stay with your husband. So my mother made up in her mind she was going to leave him. She didn't tell him. She waited until he went to work. She got a Greyhound ticket for her and my brother. And they caught the Greyhound to St. Louis. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.